Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. So we have been, boy, spending so much time, probably over two weeks, on how to stop a crappy habit. The reason we've spent so much time on this topic is because it is something that we all know far too well. Now, many of you may have been thinking of a crappy habit that has something to do with food. And so, because I'm guessing that could apply to so many of my amazing listeners, here's what I want to talk about today. The difference between physical and emotional hunger and cravings, because I think we get confused about the difference and it's very, very important. So let's break this down, okay? Actual physical hunger is your body telling you using sensations in your stomach that you need food, you need nourishment, that you need water or hydration, okay? Here's what's really interesting about that. If you are truly physically hungry, something healthy will actually sound satisfying. That's how you will know. Okay, here's the other thing that's really interesting. Actual physical hunger, you can't force your body to feel it. You have no control over it. If your body is genuinely hungry, you are going to know. There is no arguing with it. You know when you're hungry. I am a fan of intermittent fasting. And one of the reasons I love it so much is It has really helped me get in touch with what actual physical hunger sensations feel like in my body. And here is what I think is really, really interesting about it. I remember when I started intermittent fasting and I started really paying attention to those physical hunger symptoms in my stomach. Well, I realized that there were times when I would feel a sensation in my chest, and I made it mean that I was hungry because I didn't know the difference. And I had a really good giggle about that. And then what that did for me is anytime I would think I was hungry, I would notice where I was feeling that sensation. And if it was anywhere but in my stomach, I knew immediately I was having an uncomfortable emotion. I was not actually hungry. Okay, so it was a really funny thing to discover, and I invite you to discover that for yourself as well. Now, is this me saying that you should be an intermittent faster? No. You have to know your body. You have to know your own health needs, your own hunger needs. It's not for everyone, but it is something that can really benefit you by trying it once and noticing what time of day you actually notice that you are physically hungry, okay? It's really, really fascinating. Now, let's talk about emotional hunger. Emotional hunger doesn't start actually in your body. It actually starts in your brain, and here's what happens. In your body, 
you're having vibrations or sensations of emotions that are really uncomfortable and your brain wants to avoid or resist or numb those uncomfortable emotional sensations. And so it tells you something like, oh, you know what? We probably need a snack. Now, like I said, if you know what actual physical hunger feels like in your stomach, anything that doesn't feel that way is emotional hunger. Just like any reason that you go to eat that isn't driven by physical hunger is emotional eating. Hat tip to Dr. Katrina Ubel for teaching me that. She's she's fascinating. So I believe the name of her book also, I can find it and link it in the show notes, is Lose Weight for the Last Time. But I love that little kernel of gold there, right? Now, Here's what's really interesting. Here's what's also happening if you are eating for emotional hunger, okay? You are really wanting to take the focus off your emotions by giving your body something else to quote unquote digest. Emotional hunger always caused by what you're thinking. And here's what I mean by that. What we think causes our emotions. Our emotions then show up as sensations or vibrations in our body. So if you can get curious about what you were thinking that caused the frustration, the disappointment, the inadequacy, whatever it was, right, in your body that leads you to want to eat, when you have no symptoms of physical hunger in your stomach, you may get some really good ahas from that, okay? So here's what I suggest you do to manage your emotional hunger. Write down your thoughts, okay? And Start to make the connection between what you're thinking and what you're feeling, especially when you are not having those actual physical sensations of hunger in your stomach. Now, let's talk about cravings. This is what's really interesting. A while back, I talked about the difference between a concentrated pleasure and a simple pleasure, okay? Concentrated pleasure... Or the example I think I gave was the difference between, imagine cutting a single fresh navel orange in half and squeezing it into a glass and drinking it, okay, versus taking one of those concentrated frozen cans of orange juice concentrate and eating the can. You're going to get so much sugar and so much concentrated orange from that can versus what you would get from fresh squeezing that one orange. So a concentrated pleasure is something like sugar, alcohol, shopping, social media, porn, Netflix, overdoing it on social media. It's something that lights up your brain with dopamine really, really fast and really, really quickly to a really, really, really high level, okay? A simple pleasure, on the other hand, is something that's more natural. It's like having a piece of fruit, versus juice. It's engaging in sex versus watching porn. It doesn't cause your brain to light up like a pinball machine. Cravings are caused by concentrated pleasures. And this is something that I find myself reminding myself of oftentimes and reminding my clients of. There are certain things that would classify as concentrated pleasures, that if you ingest them, they just don't play fair, 
okay? So for example, if you eat sugar, it really does light up your brain. I mean, so many studies have even shown that that sugar has the addictive effects of cocaine, right? So sugar or alcohol or flour or weed or whatever, they don't play fair. And this is what I mean. They have such an effect on your brain and on your chemistry and on your body and on your hormones that when you then try to have them and you try to manage them and moderate them, it's so much harder. Okay. So I just want you to really notice that. And also stop beating yourself up for having such a hard time managing your choices when you use some of those concentrated pleasures. Just just know that, right? Just be aware of that. Okay. So here's what's really interesting. Let's say you're trying to take a break from a concentrated pleasure. I, most of the time, try to take a break from sugar and flour because it just doesn't make me feel very good. And once I start eating, especially sugar again, it is so triggering for my brain that the cravings are off the charts and then it becomes what I'm thinking about all day long. And I find that when I can get off of sugar and flour in particular, after about five days, I don't even crave it anymore. So it makes it so much easier for me, okay? The other thing I want to say about cravings, spend some time noticing when your brain throws cravings your way most often. Do you tend to get cravings in the morning, after lunch, after dinner, when you're tired? Do you tend to get cravings when you've been drinking more than usual, when you, as I mentioned, you started to have sugar and flour more often or other junk foods? Do you tend to get those cravings in certain situations or when you get triggered? Just notice, my friends. Okay, as always, thank you for being here to listen today. Have an intoxicating day and I'll be back tomorrow with more. Hey, my friend, if you're thirsty for more than this daily shot and ready to intoxicate the hell out of your personal or professional life, I'd love to invite you to coach one-on-one with me. It all starts with a complimentary happy hour call. Head on over to terrybradway.com. That's Terry with two R's and an I, Bradway spelled just the way that it sounds. Once you get there, my friend, click on the Work with Terry button and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day.